What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brandon Genoa Show, as you already know. I am Brandon Genoa, and as you also know, I am a brand ambassador for Urban Boulevard. That's blbd.co. That's their social media. They also got a street boulevard where you go and find street apparel for all you guys. Also, and if you like any of that, then that means you will go straight to their, their uh, website, which is urbanboulevard.us. And it will lead you right to the apparel. If you buy something, just type in a code Brandon.30. That's Brandon.30 for 30% off of your purchase. And now, like always, let's get into the show. Now, here's the thing. Season 5 has been fun. I've enjoyed it. But next month is the last month for Season 5. Well, yeah, next month is the last month for Season 5. Uh, and which means season six is around the corner. And so, so tonight is one of the prime examples of what season six is going to be. Now I've been posting certain things on social media saying that I will be doing certain, excuse me. I haven't posted. I'm sorry about that. I, uh, I posted a couple of things on social media, uh, and said that, uh, I will be getting back to doing podcast and podcast, the podcast interviews. So, I will be interviewing a lot of podcasters in this upcoming season. Some I've already interviewed, some that I haven't before, but I want to do it with them. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And that's going to be brand new show, Underdog to Success, um, Us to You. Uh, it's going to be a podcast, interviews. I still will be interviewing other people. Uh, you know, that my family cultural TV podcast and my family kick up your heels entertainment or anybody else that wants to get interviewed, I will definitely interview you if you hit me up. Uh, now I, I am on uh, Captivate, Captivate.fm. Uh, so you can actually go to Brand New Show on there and actually book, uh, schedule when you want to be interviewed and what time you want to be interviewed. Uh, and that will be active hopefully by tomorrow, if not next week or at least next week. I definitely would say next week. So, uh, so that will be coming soon. You go and book yourself an uh, interview appointment, and I will definitely get back to you when you want to be on the brand new show. That is definitely coming. Um, but like I said, season six is that is one of the elements of season six. Also, of course, like always, the top ten list will be a part of the season six, which means uh, the I did it Tuesday night, which will be Sunday. Uh, on my on podcast platforms and of course on my YouTube channel, uh, Brandon Genu Show, you will be hearing that um, that uh, top ten list that we did this week. But you also will hear the announcement I made Tuesday about what we will be doing in November. Uh, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving will be the first list that uh, my fellow family podcaster will be doing. So they have their own list. Three weeks straight, it will be not me. I will pretty much open a show. We call it a brand new show. This is the top ten list, top ten Tuesday, and then I'll be giving it right to the person. Let them tell her, tell you what the list will be and how the list will be, you know, orchestrated and pretty much what we're gonna be doing. So, and I will be a part of the people. So, as it's pretty much gonna be so much fun. I'm looking forward to that. So, plus, cause I I get a night off pretty much. Uh, I get to just fuck around. So it's pretty fun. Uh, um, and I will put it out, and I will also probably send them the copy of the top 10 list just because, you know, it's their list. So and they can do whatever the fuck they want to do with it. So 
that's that's still part of the element. So us from you podcast, uh, interviews of podcasters, of course, top ten list, of course, the solo project, solo episodes, which brings me to what tonight is. So I've been doing a lot of wrestling podcast episodes, and I'm seeing this actually getting some attraction. Um, first episode I put on uh, Captivate the new. Uh, podcast uh, app I'm on uh, that distributes everything uh, was Welcome to the Smackdown Hotel, which I did a couple, of, maybe a week or two ago, maybe a week or two ago. Um, and that is one of the highest ones I've done so far on there. So, but it got me thinking, and I did another wrestling one that a lot of people like too. So, I'm assuming. That's pretty cool. And, you know, love my brother. Uh, shout out to Surseplex. Uh, but with his schedule and my schedule, we're never really going to get a chance to really do a podcast. So I've decided to just do my own wrestling episodes for the Brand New Show. Uh, and you might see him come through a couple times, but uh, we – we, it, it's pretty much just it, it, we can't find the right time. He's he's working. He's a musician, so I get it. Uh, but yeah, so the brand new show. I want to talk wrestling. I promise I will be doing wrestling this year, and I am doing wrestling this year. So I've been doing two episodes. I did a couple of wrestling episodes, kind of, sort of, kind of. But now I am here to announce. Definitely in season six, there will be a particular day where I will do my podcast, brand new show. And it's called, um, can't even call it Wrestling Talk, because everybody's got Wrestling Talk, uh, Wrestle something. It's just like that. So I was like, um, Wrestling Wars, which it doesn't sound a lot, but it's something. <laughs> wrestling Wars. And I'm going to pretty much talk about, you know, WWE and anything that comes up, like AEW. If AEW does spark my interest, I just can't get into AEW, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I talk about that in this episode today, but I can't get into AEW. That's just me personally. But if that sparks my interest, and then I just, you know, I read a lot of you know wrestling stuff. Let's look at wrestling talk. I look at when I get on TikTok, a lot of those videos I watch are wrestling. Uh, so that's coming soon. So wrestling wars, it, wrestling war. Yeah, I guess if wrestling wars. I like wrestling wars. Wrestling wars is uh, gonna be a part of the brand new show. So it's brand new show. Wrestling Wars, so that's going to be just me talking about wrestling, uh, like I will be tonight. Also, including that, uh, another series coming to uh, my uh, podcast in season six is another one I will be just doing 100% just about this particular topic, um, which is music. Now, I get it. You probably like, ready you do the top 10 list with your family. That's music. Yeah, it's music and TV and whatever the hell we could come up with that night. We do it. But I'm talking about now, the music now, and I will be doing a, a music show. Now, I don't know if I'm going to have people on now when I'm just doing it myself. I really want to just do it myself. Uh, and I, like a lot of people do it, it's called the, wrestling, the music review shows, the music. I, I don't like that. I just want to say it's just, you know, music. You know, music something. I come up with a name for it. But, yeah, I'm doing a music hour also for the podcast coming soon in season six. And I don't know when I'm going to probably sit down and do that. 
but I probably start probably season six. So, and that's like two months from now. So pretty much the end of the summer, I'll be listening to the rest of the albums of the summer. And I pretty much would say what I think is the best album of the summer and what I think is the most intriguing uh, kind of process album coming soon of what do I expect in 2023. So that's pretty much what's going to happen on the first episode. I told you the first episode. Just don't have a title. But I got to the first episode already. There it is. So like I said, a lot of stuff coming in season six that I will be working on. I got another one called uh, – another series coming in season six called uh, called a panel. So I'm not going to tell you what that's about, but it's called the panel. And I don't know if I'm going to do it on this or I'm going to do it on Instagram Live or whatever I'm going to do it, but – it's going to be the panel, and I'm going to figure it out, <laughs> and it's coming soon, so stay tuned for that, um, but let's get into it. Like I said, wrestling is the topic for tonight. What do I want to talk about when it comes to wrestling? Easy. What's coming up in literally, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, SummerSlam. I did a show. A couple of weeks ago, like I said, it was about money in a bank, but nothing really was confirmed for some time outside of Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And now the card seems to be as stacked as it can get. And, I mean, they're going to probably make some more matches over the time frame before it really gets to Saturday. Or they might switch up a lot of shit because I've been hearing a lot of shit speaking of that, and this is why I wanted to talk about it. So if you've been reading the wrestling if you've been on Instagram watching some of the videos or TikTok, watching some of the videos on YouTube like I am or Wrestling Talk, shout out to you guys. Um, you've heard uh, that WWE is very unhappy with the wrestling card for SummerSlam. Now, SummerSlam, if you know anything about SummerSlam, SummerSlam is always at the end of August. Or mid, like literally, yeah, about like the third week of August. That's when they put SummerSlam on. And I get it. You didn't want to wait. Plus, you're in, like, uh, Tennessee, and you're in the uh, Tennessee Titans Stadium. So you don't know if you're running the risk of them having to play a last preseason game in Tennessee, and it might interfere with that particular – because it's on a Saturday. And I think the last preseason games for football – I don't know how the schedule is nowadays because it's only three preseason game, so it might be the last week, might literally be that Thursday, Friday, it might run to Saturday, so we don't know, so I think that that's what they're saying, like, oh, we might, might, might put this shit in July, which is okay, but it's still like you're running on films in the situation, because you didn't really build a lot of these matches, and um, here's the thing, so the way it is that, the, what I've been hearing is that WWE doesn't like the SummerSlam card. The card that they're actually putting together, they don't like it. It's kind of like, huh? You don't like your own fucking card? That's kind of stupid. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so, so, and this is kind of what I always felt. I felt like they kind of made SummerSlam, like I said, I didn't like the fact SummerSlam is in July. I think it's stupid. Uh, you have one kind of event in Money in a Bank that is supposed to catapult that pay-per-view kind of. And Money in a Bank was actually a really good pay-per-view. I think the ending kind of sucked, but, I mean, that's just me not really 
And people are trying to say, well, Theory's not that bad, and y'all want to push a new guy, you might as well push Theory. And it's just like, yeah, you're pushing the, you're pushing Theory, and I'm cool with you pushing Theory, but give him like a year or two on TV before you physically like give him the damn briefcase. Like, don't just give him the fucking briefcase. That's kind of dumb. Um, give him a year to be a heel, like a full heel, where he's done some fuck shit and some hate shit that you make you make you feel like, goddamn, I really don't like this kid. And then he wins the money in a bank. Like I said, Seth Rollins had built into Seth Rollins betrayed the shield. Like he had a reason to be hated. Like, like they didn't even have a real face run. Like and he, and he broke up the shield. So that's kind of how I look at it. I think. Um, but yeah. So I think season. <laughs> I think July thirtieth, SummerSlam. The matches that they are putting on does seem a little bit lackluster. I mean, the Logan Paul Miz fight, I'm like on paper it seems stupid. But I'm assuming Logan Paul's been training for a good bit. I mean he fought at WrestleMania. They're pretty good at WrestleMania. But I'm pretty sure that they could have built that a little bit more. Even though like like if you okay, WrestleMania was in April. It's August, it's July, so May, June, yeah, two months. But it's still like, if this was like August, at the end of August, that's three months of, of, of run. You could have got out of that. And plus, you only been really pushing Logan Paul like maybe like mid-May, mid-June really, that he was coming to the WWE and he was going to sign with the WWE. So, and like I've said numerous times, I think Cody Rhodes getting injured kind of fucked up WWE's plans a lot. Um, not just WWE, but also, not just Cody Rhodes, but also with the women's situation. Sasha Banks and Naomi and Aria Ripley all hurt. It, well, Sasha and Naomi pretty much just said, fuck y'all, we out. <laughs> and now Rhea's hurt. You got to go back to the wishing well. And that is pretty much, and also Charlotte's gone. So you pretty much are going to the wishing well. It's like, bro, just you're going to continue to give us Bianca, and Becky, and that's kind of what you keep doing with Roman and Brock. Like, once Randy Orton got injured, you just gave us Roman and Brock. It was like, no, I don't want to see Roman and Brock. I already know how this shit going to play out. I don't want to see it anymore. Used to be Brock whooping his ass, now Roman's whooping and winning. It's like, I don't want to see this shit anymore. It's kind of stupid. It's played out. They think this is like the biggest robbery. And, and I don't even think they think it's a big robbery. I think they just know it's cash. It's just money. But the problem with that is that you go to the wishing well too many times, your ass end up like WCW. I'm just saying. Your ass end up like WCW. Keep going back to the NWO. Keep going back to the NWO. It's like, bro, kill it. Build some new people. Just give the new people some chances. Because this shit ain't going to work. And I'm not saying WWE is WCW. Mm, but it's getting close. Uh... But the SummerSlam card so far is like Ronda versus Liv. I'm not looking forward to that match, I'm going to be honest. If Liv doesn't win, then her winning the title was off or not. And plus, you're probably going to bring back Charlotte or uh, uh, Bailey and squash her. So it's just like this shit makes no sense. I will put Charlotte on Raw and probably and keep Bailey on SmackDown, I guess. But don't just like. I think Bailey knows the game. I think Bailey knows how long Liv's been waiting to get a championship opportunity. 
So I wouldn't probably put them into a situation. I put them in a rivalry, but it probably won't like pay off until Royal Rumble. I, I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't brush that match because we all know you're probably gonna give Bailey the fucking title. So I feel like. SummerSlam, so that that's one of the matches. Like, it's like I said, Bianca and Becky. I'm so tired of watching these two women fight already. It's like you can't top WrestleMania. You just can't. And a year later, what are you gonna do? You what? Let Becky beat her in a longer match? It's just like it doesn't make any sense. You can't top WrestleMania, and now you're gonna probably let Becky beat her in a longer SummerSlam match. It just doesn't make any sense. Um. What's another match? I'm looking forward to the Usos and the Street Profits. I think that's a pretty good match. I think, like I've said numerous times, I think it's just time to give, I think it's time to take the titles off the bloodline. I know a lot of people would be super mad at me for saying that, but I think it's just time to take the titles off the bloodline. Like, outside of the, Roman is on his own type of situation. I don't think Roman even gives a fuck certain times. He's there, but he's not there. Let's be real. Um... But yeah, I got I, I I think the Street Profits is the best team to beat the Usos. And now you can have a real rivalry because now the Street Profits beat the Usos and took the titles from them. So I think it would start to create that animosity and be like, whoa, they beat the Usos. Now you got two dominant tag teams, which should build the tag team division back, which we shall see. But yeah, that that is <laughs> that's bad. Um, but I think that's gonna steal the match. Still the show. I think it's gonna be the best match of SummerSlam, just off of the card results. I'm just looking at it. and I'm like, that could be the best match. Or this Seth Rollins and Riddle. Now that's gonna be a hell of a fight. That's gonna be a hell of a match. I think Seth and Riddle. Uh, you would think on like the way they look at it, like look is kind of like okay, I guess. You know. You know, Riddle's a technician. You know, MMA background, he knows how to be a true uh, wrestler. Sets more of a, a a wrestler in the in the WWE sense, where he kind of knows how to make a match go and push his opponent to other limits. So I think that's gonna be a pretty good fucking match. I think it, it Street Profits Usos and Seth Rollins and Riddle are, like, my two candidates for match of the year. I can't really choose which one. I just got to watch it and see. Um, and I think that's just the matches. Those are the two matches of the year. The Pat McAfee and Happy Corbin fight, and so I just – if Pat doesn't win, it's just – it's off or not. Like, Pat has to win. Like, what the fuck you made him fight Happy Corbin if you're just going to let him lose to Happy Corbin, and then Happy Corbin gets, what, mid-card again? Like – you beat the hottest draw pretty much on SmackDown. This motherfucker's a commentator. Like, he's the hottest draw for SmackDown. When Roman's not there, he's the fucking draw. Let's be real. Like, he's the only fucking person that you actually want to watch SmackDown for. He's so fucking entertaining at the commentator's uh, desk. He makes Michael Cole actually listen to him again. Like, you actually want to hear what Michael Cole got to say. <laughs> like, he's actually like, oh, okay, Michael Cole got Okay, cool. You know, that partnership is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I haven't really heard Michael Cole talk since Taz left. So go for bigger. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That match is gonna be interesting. I think that Happy Corbin can't beat 
he can't he can't beat he can't beat uh Pat McAfee because you have nothing else if he beats Pat McAfee. If Pat beats him, then Pat just beat Happy Corbin. That's a massive victory. If Happy Corbin beats Pat, it's like you just beat a fucking commentator. And a a pretty well trained, but he's still not super trained wrestler. Like, congratulations, you're still mid card. Like, you're not moving up the fucking charts. Clearly, Drew and Sheamus are going to fight at a SummerSlam to see who fights the winner of the Brock Roman match. They're just kind of trying to, like, the last two weeks, they kind of been, like, trying to, like, make that not seem like that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's going to be literally Drew and Sheamus. And I can see them pretty much opening up SummerSlam and see who wins to go fight Roman, Brock, or Theory at SummerSlam. Uh, 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 whatever the fuck that people they're calling the Scotland. Um, but, yeah, I can see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. Um, we shall see Friday, but let's be real. That shit's going to be just at SummerSlam. Let's get that out the way. Um, um, and Theory's fighting Lashley, and Lashley's going to win. It it just doesn't make any sense to take the title off Theory, give him money in the bank, and then give him the damn title back, the United States Championship back. It just doesn't make any sense. Um... And those are the match. Oh, Roman and Brock fight too. And oh yeah, like I said, the Miz and um, Logan Paul. I don't really care that much about that match. It's gonna be cool, but it's just like it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and Roman and Brock. It's different, and that's about it. The match is different. The match type is different, but that's about it. I don't really see anything else that's really that different. Like, I don't see anything else that's really that different. What I see is that it's just Roman and Brock, and if I don't last man standing match, that's it. I don't see anything different. It's it's nothing different. Just just a match type. SummerSlam is like I said, not this Saturday, but the Saturday after next. I think SummerSlam is 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 just a telltale sign. Uh, if WWE is already telling you that the, the creatives are telling you already that they don't even like the card, that tells you all you need to know. I think they had a lot more plans on what SummerSlam could have been. You hear down that John Cena was supposed to be a part of it, and he couldn't be a part of it because he's doing Pacemaker 2, uh, second, Pacemaker second season in Canada. Cody Rose is supposed to be a part of this. I think he was supposed to actually fight Roman or he's Randy Orton. And Cody's supposed to fight somebody that made it more intriguing. Um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, like, you know, I'm assuming um, Rhea Ripley and Bianca were supposed to be having the SummerSlam match. But, of course, Becky, Rhea got kind of uh, help came into question. And now Becky's now taking the reins, which makes no fucking sense. You made her fight Camilla like two straight weeks. When you could have just met her fight Camilla at SummerSlam. I know it would be like a bad fucking match, but still it would have been way more fucking entertaining than fucking Becky and her for the umpteenth time. Like, just like, okay, I'm done with this shit. You're making that to like the Brock and Roman situation. It was just like, all right, let's just give us that. No, I don't want to see that any fucking more. <laughs> like, God damn. SummerSlam is supposed to be the 
third biggest, second biggest pay-per-view, third biggest, third biggest pay-per-view for WWE. It goes, I think, WrestleMania, Raw Rumble, then SummerSlam, then Survivor Series, but Survivor Series has even lost its lust in a sense. And they figured out a way to kind of revive it a little bit. I mean, they've really actually made it back to what it was supposed to be, Raw versus SmackDown. And I don't think they were ever top the Survivor Series that they did a couple of years ago when they actually put, brought NXT into the fold because that Survivor Series was just unfucking real. Like, that Survivor Series was just unfucking real. To see all the incredible NXT stars actually show up and show out. You know what I'm saying? You had a great NXT title match with Adam Cole and, and, and Pete Dunne. That shit was so good. And then the NXT women, uh, NXT women, um, uh, beat, you know, the Raw and SmackDown women, which was like, whoa. Um, and then Keith Lee showing off his ability and his power and almost beating Roman Reigns of all people. You know, and, and even that. And I think that, you know, I think that's the thing about this. Survivor Series is starting to, you know, lose a little bit. And I think SummerSlam is too. I think they need to figure out a way to get – you're in a bigger arena. You're in a bigger situation. But the problem with SummerSlam is that it's lost its, it's luster. It's lost it. Last couple of SummerSlams have been – I mean, last year SummerSlam was pretty fucking good. I mean, if you were to put it into perspective. Excuse me. You have a lot of surprises. Brock Lesnar came back. Becky Lynch came back. Like, it was a lot more surprises, and it was a lot more like, hmm, that's pretty cool. And you had Roman and John Cena closing it all out. Like, that made more sense. You had Goldberg and Bobby Lashley fighting. Like, it made sense. That shit was actually really fucking good. The problem with this SummerSlam is, is, is not any superstars. It's, you're going to get social media stars and NFL, former NFL punters. Kind of looks bad. It just looks bad for WWE. So, and SummerSlam started to become like WrestleMania in a sense where you're trying to just put all the star power on this one thing. But I think the thing about SummerSlam was it wasn't always, SummerSlam wasn't always about the entertainment value. It was really about good matches. Like my favorite SummerSlam of all time, I think it was WrestleMania 2002. That card, even though if you go back now and look at it, be like, whoa. That was a fucking incredible match. But if you actually go and watch that whole pay-per-view, and you if you know, the end of that pay-per-view was Brock Lesnar beating The Rock for the Undisputed Championship. So, and that was the end of the fucking card. You didn't even, I didn't even say what kicked the fucking night off. It was Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle. And then you had Triple H and Shawn Michaels. It was just like, that card, I think Edge and Eddie Guerrero, like, it was like a real fucking card. SummerSlam then isn't SummerSlam now. SummerSlam now is just off of trying to be like WrestleMania. And that's the problem. You can't. WrestleMania is a particular set where you can actually do that shit and get away with it. Certain motherfuckers cannot. Certain pay-per-views at WWE, you can't just rely on the talent, or the ability, like the high-class shit. You just got to rely on the talent that you got. And you don't really have talent right now. And that's another thing. The women, like I've said, the women division is kind of fucked right now. Uh, you don't really have that many in the women's division. Uh, you barely got 
a tag team division, which you've always kind of struggled with, but now it's like really apparent that you have no tag team division. After the Usos and Street Profits, you really don't have a tag team division. I mean, you're trying to bring back the Viking Raiders. You're trying to make the New Day, kind of, but you don't really have a tag team division. Um, and then you got one person with both belts. You got one person with both belts that's never on fucking TV. That's a problem. Like, that's a fucking problem. Like, you got a champion that's never on TV. That's a problem. That's a problem. You built this dude for a decade to finally be the guy. And as soon as he becomes the guy, he does what the guy used to do with the champions. Chips. And guess what? I'm going to see y'all motherfuckers at SummerSlam. I see you motherfuckers at the Royal Rumble. I see you motherfuckers at WrestleMania. That's what Brock Lesnar has done every time he had the belt. Never showed up. The small events never was there. It wasn't like Survivor Series. It wasn't SummerSlam. It wasn't Royal Rumble. It wasn't It wasn't a big draw place. It was just never going to see Brock Lesnar. And I think that's the problem. Roman is starting to get into that position. And now, I don't know the situation. I don't know if it's because his health. I don't know if it's because his family situation. I don't know what it is. But for somebody that bitch moaned and complained when Brock had the belts and said that he would be a way better worthy champion than him, and I know it was probably just a character, but at the same time, you got to step up and do that shit because nobody trusts you, man. <laughs> nobody wants you right now to be the champion. I think that's the scariest feeling to know nobody wants you to be champion. And for you to have this 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 moment and you – the title run has kind of fucking failed. It's it's failed. It's 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 starting to fail now because at the beginning it made sense. Now it's starting to fail. Like it's starting to really get to the point where not only are y'all not building more competitors for him to fight, it feels like not only are y'all not building them, y'all not even trying to push new competitors for him to fight. Like who the fuck is the next person? What if he beats Brock and Thurby doesn't cash in money in the bank? What happens? Nobody asks these questions. It's like, what happens? Does who does Roman fight now? Does he fight Riddle? Because he be set Rollins. Well, he already beat Riddle, right? What if Set beats Riddle? Does he fight Set? Because he never really beat Set the Raw Rumble. He got disqualified. Do you make him lose to Drew? But y'all don't want Drew as champion probably right now because it wouldn't fit with the the narrative. What if Sheamus wins? I know you ain't giving the titles to Sheamus. Even though he's a fucking workhorse. Who gets the titles? Cody Rose? Well, we don't know when Cody Rose is coming back. We don't know if he's coming back in September. He might come back when I, I go in August 1st. He might come back some summer slant. Shit, we don't know when Cody Rose is coming back. We know he's coming back, but we don't know when. The problem with the WWE situation right now is that you don't have a tag team division. You don't have a women's division. And your main superstar champion isn't even on the fucking show. And then you're making him fight another fucking part-timer that is never there. Make that make sense. And then you got a 24-year-old kid that's supposed to be the future. But we don't even know if this motherfucker literally can carry the future. We don't know. I get people saying his promos are better. I don't give a fuck. He's good in the ring, kinda. But let's be real. You fight? Are you picking him against Seth Rollins in a real match? No. 
You picking him against Cody Rose with no interference? No, you're picking Cody Rose. You picking Riddle or him? Probably picking Riddle. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's a clean one-on-one, no cheating, no anything, no interference match, you're picking the uh, you're picking the opponent. You're not even picking him. Let's be real. WWE is, is, is I get it. Right now, it's this injury situations. It's compounding shit. And then when Sasha and Naomi left, they kind of left your women's division kind of a little bit depleted. But like I've said numerous times, they need to go figure out some shit. They need to figure out really what they want to do with the future of this, this, this thing. Because they need to get new tag teams and they need to get new women in that, in that company. There's a problem with that. It's taking forever to do it. They trying to develop them on NXT. NXT don't have enough to develop. So you have to go and find something. You have to go and but the problem is that New Japan is kind of linked with AEW now. And Impact is with AEW kind of now. And a lot of these wrestling companies are kind of with AEW. So you can't really just go pluck somebody out of there without AEW knowing first. And I know a lot of people saying, well, and, and now I see people saying AEW and WWE. WWE could be collaborating so Yeah, I'm pretty sure they could. Because AEW isn't running like they should either. AEW is struggling too. AEW barely knows what to do with their championships and their titles and their people. AEW is starting to feel like WCW, where you just keep bringing in WWE people and think the shit's just going to fix the boat. No. I was watching AJF uh, uh, Pipe Bomb again. AJF said it perfectly. You keep bringing all these WWE guys thinking that's about to fix shit. And it's not. What's going to actually help your company is if you push the AEW guys more. Let them beat the WWE guys and push them more. Because if they beat a person they already know, holy shit, that dude's pretty good. But you're not doing that. You gave the title right back to Dean Ambrose. I mean, John Moxley. Why you gave the title to John Moxley? You could have just gave that shit to somebody that's been there a little bit longer. That's been an AEW guy like uh, Eddie, Eddie Kingston. You could have gave that shit to AJF. MGF. You could have gave that shit to MJF. Like, you could have gave that shit to so many people. You could have gave that shit to Warlow, Jungle Boy. Like, you could have gave that shit to so many other people. But you gave it to John Moxley because he's been champion before. You shit, you could have gave that shit to Chris Jericho. At least he's been there longer. Kenny Ortega, Kenny Ortega is out right now. But when he comes back, he needs to win a title. I'm going to just be real. He needs to win a title. This is how I look at the wrestling situations. Because I don't think anybody knows really what the fuck to do. <laughs> WWE's got an injury problem, but they also got a real problem. Because your main superstar is never on shows. Your, 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 your other divisions, your, your intercontinental title and U.S. title aren't even on pay-per-views anymore. Like, U.S., because you're trying to push theory, but let's be real, and Bobby Lashley got it, so you're probably going to always use Bobby Lashley. But if that U.S. title was on some fucking mid-card person like Damian Priest or fucking Finn Balor, that shit ain't on pay-per-view. I know, because I've seen it. Intercontinental title, why the intercontinental title is not on pay-per-view? That used to be on pay-per-view every fucking pay-per-view. That shit I don't even... 
I can't even remember the last time the Intercontinental Championship was on a major paper being defended. I can't even remember. I can't even remember. The Intercontinental title is actually the the one of the most original titles in WWE. That the WWE Championship. Those are the two most prestigious titles in WWE, and the Intercontinental title is actually worse than the United States Championship. That's fucking crazy. I'm not, that's crazy. And it's because you don't know who to really get that shit to. And you gave it to Walter, who you, I don't know what his fucking Gunter. I think you can call him Gunter now. You gave that shit to Walter. <laughs> I like Walter. <laughs> you gave that shit to Walter. And somebody that was so fucking dominant at NXT, it seems like he's not even relevant in WWE. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Does anybody even know that? That's a fucking shame. That man, I literally remember the day he came in to NXT UK. P. Dunn was fighting Joe Coffey. Uh, I don't know. I think it was like 600 some days of P. Dunn's NXT UK title reign. Walter walks into the building. Everybody's singing his song. He gets in the ring, and you knew it instantly. Bow! It's about to be a fight. It's about to be. That's the that's the next guy. That's the guy. That's gonna that's gonna end P. Dunn's title reign. And he did. He did. That's what I'm saying. I don't look at this right now. I don't look at WWE. WWE's like second titles are supposed to actually push people to the forefront. Isn't even doing it. Your tag team titles aren't really anything because you're keeping it with the Usos. And once it moves off for them, now they end up beefing the rivalry with Street Profits to keep the titles. It's like, okay, we could have saw that coming. The women's division is depleted, and you don't really have a real game for anybody. Liv, you got to get Bailey and Charlotte back as fast as you can because, let's be real, if you don't get them back, you're going to keep pushing fucking Asuka and Bailey, like Asuka and, and, and Becky to fight, you know, Bianca every fucking pay-per-view. It's like, come on, bro. Go with a new, go with something new. And Liv was just getting fed whatever they could find. Like, it's just, yeah, this shit is, shit is bad. <laughs> this shit is starting to get bad. WWE SummerSlam, July 30th. I will be back to do another one after. But, man, I don't... The, there's no way in hell reports come out and say that they don't, they don't, WWE is having a problem with their card. They don't like it. That's just not some random shit you just put out there. Maybe WWE is fucking with people, but I know that if you're close personal with WWE, you're not trying to put that shit out there. You don't want people to know, hey, we really don't like the fucking card we're putting out. Because here's the thing, the fans don't like it. So if WWE saying they don't like it, They've heard the fans say, we don't like this card. This shit sucks. And that's the thing. I would hope WWE is more smart than anything. I don't know when Randy Orton's coming back. I don't know when Cody Rose is coming back. A lot of people say they might be coming back sooner than later. They need them quick. I don't know when Rhea's coming back. I don't know if Charlotte and Bailey's coming back, but they need them quick. They need something different because I'm telling you right now, if they go into the Royal Rumble and they're still trying to figure out how to put particular cards together, it's going to fucking fuck them. It's going to fuck them, I think. And me personally, like I said, I get it. You want to move 
extreme rules to October, which makes sense because you're trying to make it seem like it's more of a, you know, a thing. Um, but you got to move SummerSlam back to August. It's not going to work. It's not going to work with the, and I get it. You're trying to move it into like you do WrestleMania where you got them in a big arena, a big stadium. I don't think it's going to work. I think because SummerSlam is not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be in a very controlled situation where it's supposed to be an arena. Now, if you want to do it, you do it like Raw Rumble where you now start putting it in like ballparks. But even that, you know, baseball is still going on. So I don't know. Arenas would be perfect. I don't think SummerSlam could be in a stadium right now, man. It can't be in a stadium, especially like in August. That's preseason. And preseason doesn't last that long no more. So yeah, I I would I would certain arenas I would do it, but certain stadiums I would be very cautious of it because now we're running a risk of fucking that up. So be very cautious. And yeah, man, I think SummerSlam. I'm gonna give for the first time. I'm gonna do something different. So I'm gonna start this tonight. I'm gonna give my pre-show grade for SummerSlam. I'm going to rate it, matter of fact. I'm going to give this right now, the card that I'm looking at, I'm going to give it a 3.5. A 3.5. I think two matches will still a show. A match will be like, we know they could still a show. We're not stupid. We've seen this before. Bianca and, uh, and Becky. But the rest of this card, the Street Profits, Riddle and Seth Rollins, and the, uh, uh, Bailey and, uh, the Bianca and, and Becky match, that's three stars. And then the rest is half. I cannot, I, I got to see the rest of those matches. That's three matches. They already announced like eight or nine matches already for this fucking pay-per-view. Uh, like six or seven, eight matches. So I gave three matches a very good star. I'm like, master stars. But when you put it all into the card, that means three out of five matches are going to be great. The rest are going to suck. Three out of you know three out of eight matches are gonna be great and the rest are gonna suck. Because either you know what's gonna happen, or you just like, I don't wanna see it. I don't care. So three out of five. I give it three, three point five. That's the pre grade. Uh SummerSlam is July thirtieth. We shall see what happens. I'm grading this on a on a on a scale of one to ten <laughs> stars. So one to ten. Uh, I give it a 3.5. Three great matches so far that I could literally be like, okay, yeah. But the rest is like, ugh. two really, uh, three, three, three great matches. And two I've already seen, and I know it could be great. So, and the other one I think is going to actually still a show. And I think that's Seth Rollins and Riddle. So, um, yeah. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I am Brandon Janu. And I will see you soon. Peace.